Hi friends, welcome to the Stories We Tell podcast. We created this podcast as an avenue to illustrate the stories that shape our lives, the struggles, the triumph, and the in-between. Each week, we are going to be talking about topics like relationships, life transitions, and current culture. Thanks for joining the conversation. Hello, friends. <laughs> well, welcome back to the podcast. So, Look who's here. Live and in the flesh. Live from Austin, <laughs> Texas. We've got Amaris and Jeffrica. <laughs> So Hi exciting. Yes. So we thought we'd get together. Actually, Jeffrica's just <laughs> the bomb. And she was like, I'm going to come. And so we thought we'd get together and record a few episodes for you guys. So exciting. How has your week been? You've had a busy week. Very busy Tell week. People. Oh, we checked off some things on the list this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Number one being I passed my certification that I've been studying for for the last four months. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited about that. That took a lot of time, effort, and energy. Great things happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the biggest highlight of this week is that's done and passed and over and checked off the list in January. So much has happened so much. in January. I got COVID. <laughs> that's been the highlight of my month, unfortunately. And we're getting better. I don't have COVID right now, obviously. Clearly, yes. This wouldn't be happening, but... True. Yeah. So, what's today's episode about? Today? Okay, so we had this... We've, like, been loosely planning what exactly we'd like to talk about for some episodes. And we wanted to talk about, like, relationships, obviously. We're like, Mm -hmm. let's do that in February. But there's just too much. (laughs) So, we're going to start right now, today... And then we'll give you more content as we go. There's going to be like several parts to this. There's so much to talk about and talk through and share and just a lot of life lessons and experiences. So probably two years ago, about, I would say, the Lord really started speaking to me about um, counterfeits. (laughs) That's like such a big like topic or something to say, but like just the idea of a counterfeit. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that meant and like typically question what did that mean to you back then, then a couple years ago a few years ago I think it was with your situation oh it wasn't me <laughs> for the record let's just let's just let's just be clear on a few things about me I have never dated anyone I've been on dates but not in a relationship with anyone um, so my experience is limited but good. But all the experiences you've had through other oh, yeah. people and their relationships and yeah. their, all of that. I've been married seven times. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have definitely a lot to contribute, a lot to share. Mm. And just I feel like the Lord gives me insight and wisdom. And that's really helpful to conceptualize other people's like stuff that they're walking through and going mm-hmm. through. So maybe I shouldn't start this. <laughs> maybe I should chime in from my... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Okay, wait, but you said the counterfeit started with me and previous ex? Yes. Oh, start there. That's a lot of history. (laughs) No, but you don't have to like share the whole thing. (laughs) That's a lot of history. Okay, so highlight overview. I've been in two relationships. One was in college. My first love, my first everything. Beautiful relationship. My first experience with love was beautiful. Like I don't have... I'm not a type of woman that has this negative connotation to men and like being treated bad and disrespected. I actually have a very healthy 
idea of love and men and relationships from my experience. So that was in college. We were together a couple of years and I am not the same person now that I was in college. And so honestly, I can look back and say that didn't work because of me. Like I was so broken and unhealed and like not a very nice person, honestly. And so much came out of me in that relationship that I didn't know was there. And so very thankful of going through that, but eh, I was not a great partner. I can say that honestly. Um, second relationship was a few years ago when Amherst and I were living together. She got to experience part of that. There's him. <laughs> There's him. She got to experience part of that. And a lot of people don't know. I was actually engaged, allegedly. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means he proposed, he gave me a ring. I didn't tell anybody because it was whack. Like the did you way. Say yes? <laughs> I did say yes, okay. but listen, listen. That was going through my people pleasing phase that I was in. I said yes to him because. I felt sorry for him and I didn't want him to look bad in front of the people. <laughs> We're going to do a separate episode on Enneagram 2s and their people-pleasing habits. That was, yeah, there's, my dad actually didn't know that I was engaged, so he knows now. Because I was like, I will never tell my family this happened because of the way he went about it. It was mm -hmm. all wrong. It was never going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like my experience are those two. One happened when I was really young and in college. And one happened more on the tail end of like coming into my own and growth and healing and all of that. Yeah. And so I was two very different people in each of those relationships and learned a lot throughout the process. Um... So yeah, where where should we go from? I guess like, Nark? but with Nark, that's what we call him because he was a, truly a narcissist. Quite literally, that's his nickname. I guess my question is like, with Nark, what were the things that like? For example, there were lots of presentations of <laughs> yes being someone that could be someone that you could be with. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. In the beginning, like when we first met, um, he displayed a lot of the characteristics that I was waiting for and praying for and that I desired and that I wanted. Um, I was also, I think I was very naive still in a certain way because I, because what he showed me is what I wanted to see. I didn't have the discernment mm. and depth enough to dig and find out if that's authentic or if you're portraying mm. what I want you to, to give mm. me. And so... That's where that started. But yeah, on paper, excellent. On paper, check a lot of the boxes. Um, but the more you spend time with someone and dig a little bit deeper, I think I always say that time is like the true revealer of all character mm -hmm. and everything. So we gave things time and like over time I realized his character just didn't align with what he showed me. And there was there was inconsistencies between who he showed up as for me and then who I saw him to be later on when the representative left. Yeah. That was a different person. Yeah. Yeah. So truly a counterfeit in so many regards. Yeah. Like there were so many ups and downs with him and like on and off again because I wasn't sure, but that was me really knowing it was a no because it would be back and forth, up and down. It was just not happy, not healthy. Um, and it was something that, I think I can look back on now and say I'm really thankful that it happened because the way that I grew up in wisdom 
and discernment from that relationship with that man hasn't happened with any other experience. And so it really helped to define and fine tune exactly what I want. And it helped me to know when it's real and when it's mm-hmm. not because I've had counterfeits. So that, that there's a positive to that too. Like I'm able to discern now what's real, what's mm-hmm. fake. When someone is portraying or trying to be something that they're not, I can see it very quickly because of experiences like that. So this is the verse that God gave Jessica. Oh, when all of this is happening. Yeah. Um, it says this, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutals, not brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, mm. having a form of godliness, but denying its power have nothing to do with such people. Mm. They are the kind who will worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women. My, my, my. And like, God can't give you a verse like that (laughs) and then not just change everything. Which you you were walking very closely with the Lord. Yes. And so you were already picking up on like, this is not it. This is not working. But I think when you got... This revelation, it changed everything. That was 2020. I will never forget the moment, the day. I was sitting at the office, actually. And I don't know if I was reading something or like I, it came to my remembrance of this verse of being a form of godliness. And it, I, my brain made the connection between the scripture and this man that I was with. I'm like, this is a form. It's not Mm -hmm. even authentic. It's not even real. It's portraying to be something that it's not. And when that happened, like there were so many other signs and confirmations that happened after that, that could not have been described besides God, Mm -hmm. anything. Um, but particularly we, it wasn't too long after that we went to Denver. That's when we went to Denver Mm -hmm. on the trip. And remember we went to the Mexican restaurant that night in Denver. Mm -hmm. We were downtown. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You forgot. She Uh forgot. This was that happened. God gave me that word in August. Mm-hmm. A lot happened in August of 2020. I was fasting, I was really close to God in that time, praying specifically about this and this man. September, we go to Denver. We're downtown one night out at the Mexican restaurant eating. We're getting ready to leave. Um, I think I go to the bathroom and you walk outside. You were already out in mm-hmm. front of me. The moment I stepped foot outside the restaurant, there were like these people or ministers or someone like, like evangelizing. preaching, yeah, yeah, evangelizing. The moment my foot stepped outside the restaurant door, the man said a form of godliness. Yeah, he was like saying the scripture. Saying the scripture. Yeah. Exact moment I stepped yeah. out, a form of godliness. And we made eye contact. Yes. Like, I couldn't say any word. I just like, Amherst, where is she? Like, and we both knew. Like, immediately. Yes. We were just like. Immediately. And so there were so many different signs like that and and so much like I needed it because scripture, hello, it's confirmation enough, but Mm. the Lord was so generous to just show other things of like, you're falling in the right direction. I am speaking to you. This is it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the path to take and the path to go. And it was so easy. Like, I think it was before we went on that trip, (laughs) I shipped his ring back to him. Like I mailed it back to him. I sent everything back. I sent my farewell letter that I copied her on. It was like 17 pages of like, you need to know why this will never be. And the things that I have seen and observed in you and how I could not follow you in any type of relationship or marriage or anything. And so it listed out everything. And 
it was that day that I was like, okay, this is the last time I'll ever speak to you and I'm done. And I walked away and dusted my hands and didn't look back. Yeah. And I so. think in that, seeing that, having all the conversations that we're having, the word counterfeit just mm. was there, you mm. know, I'm like counterfeit, just counterfeit. <laughs> and I said it so flippantly because I think when we think counterfeit, for the most part, you're like terrible, bad, bad yep. horrible, yeah. whatever. And I guess this is kind of where my experience comes mm. in where, um, <laughs> but you've had a couple too. I, I've had, more that's than why one. I'm like about to tell you about one of them. And I was like, Oh, gosh. there's a few. Um, so this is like where I've been in Austin for two years. Mm. This is like where, um, Mm. The different, like, kind of perspective of counterfeit happened for me. Mm. Um, because we were on a counterfeit kick. We were like, counterfeit, <laughs> counterfeit, counterfeit. You can see it. it. You yeah. can see that, yeah. you know? Yeah. The scarier part. Mm. The subtleness. Mm -hmm, is when it's so subtle that you mm -hmm. can't pick it up unless you're walking intimately with the Holy Spirit. Mm. So, I moved to Austin two years ago in January. And I met this guy. Great guy. Great guy? Mm -hmm. Top notch. Top notch. Mm -hmm. Checked. Yes. The boxes. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Um, and I was like, obviously like consistently praying like, Lord, is, are you in this? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. And I remember specifically um, we had gone somewhere and I prayed on the way there, like, if this is not it, I just need you to tell me, Lord. Mm. Like, I don't want to be mm. confused. Like, you would have the other confusion. Yes. Like, make it clear, make it plain, or let him make it plain, you know? And um, the whole time I was sitting there, I just kept getting this, like, no feeling. Like, the whole time. Mm. I was like, not it, not it, not it, not it. Mm. And I remember driving home, and I'm like, God, mm. what do you mean, not it? Like, he loves the Lord. We are very, like, both very ministry-minded. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on of all the boxes that I was like, he checks, you know? And the Lord was telling me that counterfeit doesn't always have to mm. appear bad. It can be something yes. good. It just doesn't have to be for you. Yes. And um, I was like, oh, wow. You know, like, that really kind of shook me. And then I had a very similar experience happen this week, actually. Mm. Um, so when I get bored... <laughs> or, truthfully, when I feel like God's taking too long, I might Sex. jump on the dating apps. <laughs> and so, I've gotten, gotten on the dating apps. And for me, I'm just not... I, I feel like it has been really harmful for me in different like seasons of life where mm. I've been desperate for a relationship and like I might have been willing to compromise or like do something, yeah. you know, like lower my standards or whatever. I'm not in that space. Um, I was just bored. And so I got <laughs> on the dating apps and um, I matched with a few people and I specifically matched with this guy. But like, again, I'm on it because I'm bored, not because I'm actually like going to do anything with this. But this, so like when I match with people, I'm just like, oh, I relook at their profile. I'm like, cool. Moving on. Um, so swipe, swipe, um, swipe. this particular guy like extended his match with me and I was like, oh, mm. like that's very kind of forward you know mm -hmm. like intentional intentional mm -hmm. and so I messaged him and just like you know started a conversation because the girls have to message first it was on bubble um 
And so we like talked. It was great, honestly. He, you know, very, I mean, loves the Lord, has been in church all his life, mm-hmm. has been consistently like going to the same church, which shows me like mm-hmm. faithfulness, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know how much I want to share. <laughs> I'm like trying to process like how much I want to share. Um, but was really great and very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Chivalrous in the way that he would, you know, he, he asks like, hey, I don't really love chatting on dating apps. Can I have your number? If you're okay, if you're comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. If not, we can keep chatting here, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. um, so I gave him my number. We moved from that. We were just like texting back and forth for a bit. Um, nothing, no red flags, no, mm-hmm. no, nothing really. You know, mm-hmm. there were a couple of things, um, that I was telling Jeffrey where yeah. it was like, <laughs> I was having to ask myself what I thought about this because I just had never yeah. considered what it would look like. One, I've been talking for weeks. I've been asking like, what's, how old am I willing to date? Like, what's my <laughs> dating age range? I need to know. And yeah. then, um, he was divorced and had kids and, um, I didn't know what I thought about that. I'm mm. like, I have no idea what I think about that. Um, but it all seemed like he was coming from a very healthy, healed place, had been single for a while, years, a lot of years, um, and was just praying and believing God that he would find who he's supposed to find. And, um, so how did you eventually know that you were not it? I prayed. I mean, there's a few things for me that like are indicators. Mm. Um, peace is not a decider, but peace is a great indicator. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. if I'm feeling like unsettled or whatever, like obviously I'm going to take that in prayer and like cover that. But like, that's a good indicator to me that something's just a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are a few things. Um, we talk about this with like social media. Like if you're going through someone's social media and like it presents more questions than it does more peace. That is something. Um, for me, one of the things is like, I have made it a priority and a standard for my personal walk with community and, um, with dating is like, there will not be anything that I choose to hide Mm -hmm. from people. Like, I want to be able to tell everyone everything, yeah. anybody that's in my circle, everything up, up front and yeah. not feel like I need to hide any parts of that. Yeah. Um, and so there's a few things that like kind of, you know, yeah. whatever. But honestly, I was like, okay, we're at a place where either like it's going to veer right and we're going to keep going or it needs to just like not go. And so it was a whole thing where I was like, okay, I'm going to pray about it. And before I went to bed, I already knew. <laughs> I kind of yeah. knew. Yeah. Um, and so how did you like kind of make that decision and let him know your thoughts yeah. and where you're coming from? Yeah. How did that happen? Um, well, I woke up the next morning and I was like, before he texts me and makes this way more awkward, I need yeah. to text him. Should I read what I said? Yeah. I think it's very adultish to do that. Yeah. Like the, the interaction was like a grown up level and yeah. how it should be done versus the ghost and age that mm-hmm. we're currently in. Let people know where you're coming from. It's not honoring to ghost people. It's not. It it doesn't reflect the heart of Christ at all. Um, So this is what I said. Hi, fill in name. 
Um, good morning. I hope that your day is off to a good start. I just wanted to let you know that I prayed for it about you last night, and I think that it would be better for us to continue as friends. Although we have the same desire for a God-centered marriage, the biggest thing for me is that you're starting to close chapters that I'm just now starting and wanting to live fully. From what I've gotten to know about you in a short time, uh, in the short time I've known you, it seems like you're a really great guy who loves Jesus and would be a great win. Thank you for sharing your story and where you're coming from. Um, I gained great admiration for you. Our seasons of life, of life are just different. What I've come to know about God is that he has reserved his best for the people who leave that choice up to him. Mm. Keep waiting for the girl that will fit and enhance your life perfectly. We just want to fit. And I wanted Period. to communicate that yes. really well. And this was his response. Good morning, Amorous. Thank you for the kind words. And I will continue to pray for you and wish you the best. Have a great day. And I know that God has good things for you in store. Um, thank you again for chatting with me. It was a pleasure getting to know that God still has women out there who love and pursue him like myself. God bless. And that's how an adult interaction happens. Perfection. That's what it should be. I could ask for nothing more, you know? Yes. It was really yeah. great. So in that, like, I was just like, I've had this whole thing where it's been like, my bare minimum is that they love Jesus <laughs> because like, I haven't found people who love Jesus. <laughs> Sad. Um, Sad. We we can talk about that. Like our level of love and dedication to yeah. Christ is really different, is. unfortunately, than the rest of the it's world. It's our whole it's our whole life. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Um, and so God gave you the bare minimum, and and what was that experience like? <laughs> should I tell that story a little bit too, and then go into the counterfeit thing? Um, yeah. So a few a, a little while ago, I went on a date with this guy. A pastor <laughs> loves Jesus. Um, we had really great conversation. So then he asked me out on a date and I went and it was the worst time of my entire <laughs> life. I was counting down the seconds until I could leave. That's never happened before on a date. I've always like pretty much enjoyed them. It was miserable. And so mm. I was really like, I feel like it was God expanding my heart and my mind to know mm. that like. There is more beyond mm. the bare minimum that yes. you're settling for. Like, yes. I want to blow your mind with, the, like, you can't just believe me that they're going to love me. Like, that's a, that's yes. a given at this point. Yes. You need to believe me that there's going to be commonalities mm. and things that you're interested in. And, mm. like, you're going to get along well. And just, like, all the different things, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I think your two examples really hit on the difference between God's good, acceptable, perfect will that we didn't really get to before no. in the conversation. But I think this would be a, a great, you know, segue into that and kind of explain what those differences are because yeah. none of these men were bad no. per se. No. But it was it God's perfect will yeah. for you? Like how do we know? What's and honestly, the this is like something that I'm still like not a hundred percent sure on. It's just something that mm. I've like, you know, felt like I've gotten revelation on and am still exploring. But What's the verse? I don't even know the oh, verse. Um, I'm not sure. Is it Romans? Yes. <laughs> it's Romans. Yes. Um, 12? Romans 12. Yeah. I don't remember. Romans 12 too. Okay. It says... Um, what version do I want here? Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind... So that you can figure out what God's will is. What is good, pleasing, sorry. What is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Mm. And so when I was studying that, I was like trying to break down 
just like even the grammatical origins of the original language. And it appears to me that those things are separate. Mm. There's a good will, mm. there's an acceptable will, and there's a perfect will of God. Wow. And you can, like, once you grasp this, I feel like you can see it in everything in your mm. life. Because it's like, even with this, like, dating thing, mm. I'm like, would those things have been good? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Are there, is it God's best and it is, is it his perfect will? Mm. I think that I can discern that it's not. And wow. everyone, no one else can do that for you. That's yes. something that you and the Holy Spirit have to do, which is why it says keep renewing your mind. Like as you keep spending time with God, reading your word, praying, um, just meditating on who he is and he will reveal what he has for you. And I feel like through that, you're able to ascertain like mm. what God's perfect will mm. is for your life. You'll know. Like the peace of God is yes a thing. That's so real. Yeah. Yes, I've I've had several examples of counterfeit, um, and I think that exactly what you said. The the way that I was able to know is because of the relationship I have with the Holy Spirit. Like I, peace is usually a huge indicator for me, and I follow that. And if I don't sense it, I I won't follow it. Um, but there's been situations where men have approached me or came up to me, or maybe I met them when I was traveling specifically an example last year, there was, oh my gosh, like, (laughs) yeah, Stella got her groove back last year on this trip to the Caribbean. Um, and there was this, this man that was there that I met the first day I got there and we hung out every single day that week we were together. We were going around the Island and he was showing me around. I knew in the moment, this is fun. It's not leaving this island. I I know where your relationship is with Christ, if it's existent, if it's not. So I knew all of that. Um, But what was so interesting to me is like when I came back and I shared this story with some other people who may not be at the same level that I am and and what I'm believing for and what I'm trusting God for in a mate. And I remember the conversations being around um, basically asking me if I could settle for this like this but this is good like he he knows God doesn't he or Mm -hmm. you know he he has a great job or you know he he's interested and maybe you could be the one that could help him and show him to Christ and I remember being so upset like I was on fire (laughs) with these comments I'm like wait what this this is what you're asking me to do um just why just to have someone or just to say that I have someone I'm like I have waited too long to settle on good enough to settle on someone that's interested in me or to settle with someone because they want to get to know me. The answer was no. And so what I learned in that experience is that I can't invite everyone into that world Mm -hmm. of mine. Um, When I'm dating people or when I do meet someone, I have a very close circle of who I can invite in that because I have to be so conscious of what I'm allowing in my ear, what opinions I'm allowing in my ear. If they're not filtered through Christ and through the word, I don't need those opinions. And so I was just kind of blown away of like, people were like, well, he seems like a nice guy. What is a nice guy though? Like who determines that? According to whose standard. Okay, nice is nice, but nice is not always God's will for me. And so... From that experience, I took away of like, I don't want to do anything, accept anything, just because it's present. I know exactly, at this point in life, I know exactly what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what I desire. I know exactly what I deserve and what I will and will not settle for. And so 
I have to be just very careful of outside opinions and voices in my ear when yeah. it comes to things like that. I think, though, like, I love that we are doing this because I'm able to, like, process while we're doing this. And I'm like, I know exactly what I desire, too. So I knew the moment that man stepped in there that that's not what I actually <laughs> desire, you know? So let me get yes. to... I feel like counterfeit is a word that we all know the yes. context of, the connotation. Um, but I looked up the actual meaning the other day. I felt like I was prompted by the Holy Spirit to do that. And this is what it says. Um, made an exact imitation of something valuable or important with the intention to deceive or defraud. Mm. And I was thinking, like, how many times do we settle mm. and defraud ourselves Jesus. of, like, what God actually wants to give us? Mm. And, like... An exact imitation. It's not the real thing. My like God. just wait for the real thing that God has for you. But you can you only know that. Yes. No one else can know that. Yes. Absolute true. Which is hard. So mm. I probably not what want people want to hear, but like only yeah. you will know. Only the Holy Spirit can tell you. That is so true. And the last thing I wanted to say on that, yeah. I do not want a project. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I've seen that. I've seen that struggle with other people in my life. I don't want someone to come along and I have to drag you to church or drag you in the presence of God. I told God specifically in my journal what I wrote out. When I meet him, I need him to be in a position to lead. Like I want to meet a leader. I don't want someone that I have to work on and like try to figure out their spirituality and their faith and help them grow. I need you to lead me in those ways because I need you to exemplify Christ. And that's what Christ does for me. And so no more projects. And it's because, I mean, you can, you can boldly say, I don't want a project because you've been working on yourself this whole time, which I feel like needs to be its own episode. So we can talk about that. Um, yes. But yeah, that's so real. Yeah. Um, I think that, the most recent example of counterfeit. <laughs> Project 52. If you ever hear me say Project 52, I'm referring to this project. The just, most recent yeah. example was has truly been the closest counterfeit I've ever encountered. Mm. So much so that it took a little bit of time to figure out this wasn't it either. But it was so close, like even in things that I haven't met in other men before and lifestyles and different things like that, I'm like, whoa, this, this is very close, Lord. Like it, it took a little bit more time and digging to decipher between that. But it's exactly what you said earlier when you're like, I don't want to be in any position where I have to hide anything about whoever I'm with from people in my circle. And so there was something that came up with this individual that I was not comfortable with. And that is not a bad thing. It's not bad. No. It's my personal standard and yeah. desire. He is great for someone else, but my personal standard and what I want, that's how I knew it was a no for me. Yeah. And it would have been something that I would have had to, felt like I had to hide from mm-hmm. my family because I would have been embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. But like, Simple things like that. God wants to please me and meet my desires in all of the ways, in the small ways and the big ways. And so that was a no, but it doesn't mean, oh, thank you, Lord. Let's get on that. But it doesn't mean that everyone you meet is supposed to be your mate. And so that's something I'm learning too of like being able to ask God like, okay, what's this person's purpose in my life? Like if they're not supposed to be my spouse, 
is there kingdom purpose there? Is there, you know, a reason that our paths have crossed and something that I should look into? And maybe, you know, it could be a different reason for this person to be there. And that's something I'm kind of figuring out now with this particular person. That's probably what that is. But God really taught me, like, slow down on on where you're trying to go because I was ready. Like, I, I told God when he comes and when we meet, I'm truly ready because of the work that I've been doing. But it was also a thing where God was like, okay, don't rush into everything so quickly. Like, slow down and ask me, you know, my, my desire and my purpose for you meeting this person. Um, because it's not always, everyone you meet doesn't always have to go through the filter of, is this my husband? Is this my husband? Like, I think we do yeah, that a I lot. Like, they will. I'm sorry. It's happening. Is this him? Is this every, him? every man I meet will go through that filter first. Sorry. Just maybe there could be another yeah, reason for, for sure. someone crossing your path. Yeah. And so it's important to keep that perspective for too. Sure. Yeah. Well, we're going to record like 17 more episodes <laughs> on this because like there's just so much. This is such a high level. This is one little compartment yeah. that we've touched. In. I do want to take space and time to acknowledge that this could sound so absolutely <laughs> insane to people. They're probably like, what do you mean you met a guy who was who checked all the boxes and who did all, you know? Again, why you have to be careful mm-hmm. with your yeah. circle. Yeah. Because everyone isn't, mm, thank you, Lord. Something I'm learning just in general. Everyone has different levels of faith that they're at and that they're walking in. And I tell Emers this a lot. Like, I feel like a lot of times the way that we talk and believe for God, it seems radical in this day and age when it's just biblical standards, when it's just you know, our commitment to Christ, but it seems so radical because the world and Christianity is so watered down and like just settles and wavers back and forth. And it's like what we want, it should be normal. Yeah. It is our normal. What you say all the time, which I think you hijacked from somebody (laughs) that we don't have to mention. It's only crazy until it happens. Mm. People people will look at your life and they will see things and they will question things and they will do whatever. And the moment that it happens for you, they're going to be like, yes. And that, yes, when I tell you that's going to be the exact response to what God does in our lives. That's going to be my response Because we waited and like we've trusted him of like, this is great, God, but it's a no. I trust you for greater. And faith, I wrote this down uh, this morning in my my journal that I was doing. Um, Not settling requires faith. That is faith. When when you have something so close and you could choose, like I told Emirates, I in this moment I can choose to settle for this yeah, man. I can too. say I want him, and we could be married this year in this moment. But my heart and my spirit won't let me do that because I know this isn't it. Like yeah. God, I know exactly what I'm wanting, what I'm praying to you for, and what I desire. And I know I haven't seen the fullness of that yet. Oh Lord, <laughs> preach! <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna wait. And I'm gonna wait. Oh, cue the music. <laughs> We can't get copyrighted. Um, anyway. Okay. Well, this is a great start to all the episodes that we have touching on relationships. If there's like something that specifically you'd like us to touch on, leave a comment. Let us know. Please. And we would love to. So, so much to come. Cool. February is going to be a great month. It is. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.